Hello, boys and girls. Um, I am solo today. Uh, big a, a commitment and uh, can't make it. He's doing some graduation stuff. So uh, we are um, we're solo today, which means I didn't find out until the last minute because I wasn't looking at Telegram. I was doing some other shit. That means I'm going to probably have a little radio silence while I get everything loaded up because typically I um, I uh, do that while Joe is bullshitting about whatever. So anyway, uh, I hope everybody's doing great today. Um, and I am um, happy to be here. Let me see what else. Oh, nice long weekend. Uh, Memorial Day weekend here in the United States. And uh, um, we uh, were honoring uh, those that... Uh, died here in the United States in service to our country. Um, and so, uh, you know, giving us our freedoms and all that good stuff. And uh, we also were honoring uh, as a family, some folks we know that uh, served in the military, um, including my father, uh, my wife's father, um, friends of ours. We have a friend that's, uh, that was up until about a year ago in special forces. And, uh, these are rough days for folks uh, that served and lost friends uh, and family there. So, um, uh, you know, give them your love. Anyway, um, let's see what's up. I've got a bunch of shit loaded up here, but let me um, let me uh, get that loaded up. Um, uh, big, big quick uh, note uh, was dabbling a bit in the BRC 20s. Thanks to my man Shizzy and uh, turned a cool... Uh, you know, about $30 in fees for a free mint into about a thousand bucks, uh, over the weekend. Um, Shizzy thinks we should stay in longer. I uh, just decided to take profit, listen to, listen to uncle Joe, uh, and his philosophy about taking profit. So I did. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. And it's just amazing to me that shit that has uh, no value and no real purpose actually goes up that much in value because people want it. Um, and uh, that was uh, zero XBT. So uh, thank you, Shizzy, for uh, the big help there. I appreciate you doing that and um, appreciate, appreciate the free money. So I now have a little stack of BTC over there in my Unisat wallet that I'm going to look for the next thing. So I'll just wait for Shizzy to tell me where to make money. Um, that sounds good. All right. Uh, we got, uh, let's see what's going on in the world. Let me load up some uh, articles that I have here. Um, Quite a bit, actually. Um, so this is no shocker. Oh, let me get another window open. Duh. So I can load up screens for y'all and um, and do this the right way. So apologies while I uh, struggle to get this window loaded up. So somebody chat with me. Tell me what's going on in their world. Did everybody have a nice weekend? Uh, what's going on again, I'm struggling cause I don't have Joe who usually fills in this time when I load up all my stories, but we will get it now. So, uh, first out of the gate, this is a big shocker. Uh, where'd it go? Where'd it go? Why is it this loading? Richard Hart's, um, Bitcoin frogs go ribbit says Shizzy. Uh, Shizmi, Shizzy, where do we see Bitcoin frogs and should I be buying them or am I too late? Have they already um, FOMO'd, as they say? Tell me, tell me the story, man. Tell me, tell me what's up. So um, Richard Hartz, uh, I know everyone is going to be shocked and utterly destroyed by this because who could have thought, uh, who could have thought, who could have thought 
that Richard Hart's um, play would fail, but it has. Uh, well, I shouldn't say completely failed. Um, but what's happening is um, it's uh, prices dropped. Um, there have been a number of issues on chain. Um, there was a, a bridge that was set up and um, PLS, which is Pulse Chain and Pulse X, PLSX, uh, did not have a major exchange listening listings. Um, but then it rallied to a 52 week high of eight cents per token, uh, mid rumors of the mainnet launch. Um, but now there's been all kinds of problems, high gas fees, um, and slippage, uh, harming everyone in the space. Cause there's no volume and there's no, uh, liquidity there. Um, so it's a fucking train wreck. Is anybody really shocked by that? Uh, looks like there's a bunch of pump and dumps going on. Um, but you know, overall it looks to be a total mess. So Shizzy says, aha, Brad, what's up? Weekend was good. The board ape yacht club of, of Bitcoin. All right. Under $500,000, $500,000 inscription. If you can get them under one cent, I would jump in the swamp at it's at 11 cents right now. So, uh, maybe I'll, uh, I think I can put an order in there on the Unistar marketplace, right? Shizzy. And at a, li a limit price or not? I haven't tried a buy order over there yet. I've only done the sell order. So I have no idea if that's a possibility. All right, let me get some of these other articles loaded up so that I don't have to flounder about. And I'll just flounder about here for a few minutes and then we'll, uh, we'll uh, have everything loaded up. Again, my apologies. Um, no Joe today. So I'm struggling by myself to fill in the blanks, or I would have already had these loaded up. I just didn't know he wasn't going to make it today. But, you know, such is life. We uh, we uh, move along and get our shit together. Um, oh, yeah, this is good, too. Okay, so I uh, saw this article last week, but didn't have an opportunity to do it with our um, banger of an episode with Hammy last week. That's been getting a lot of, uh, a lot of attention. A lot of folks loved that. Shizzy says... Oh, 0.01 BTC. Holy shit. Okay. Uh, it's on Magic Eden. It's an inscribed JPEG on a Satoshi. Ah, so um, on uh, uh, on the Satoshi itself. And it's going to cost you, what is that? Uh, 500 bucks, 250 bucks, 260 bucks, something like that. Eh, it's not too horrible. I don't know, Suzy. I just cleared that profit, uh, but maybe I'll, maybe I'll take a little jab is there any business plan around that any plans for revenue around that project uh anything going on with it i don't know all right so let me uh, get screen sharing going <clears throat> uh, window here we go uh this is a great article it'll be in the um <clears throat> it'll be in the show notes but a uh, great article on the best crypto friendly banks um interestingly enough fidelity's not on here because it's not truly a bank um, but some of the usual suspects, Revolut, which started off as a uh, crypto-oriented bank, Wirex is also um, a crypto-founded bank. Um, I know everyone's familiar with Juno. We've talked about on the show before. It is um, not only a um, uh, a crypto-friendly bank, but the tight integration with all kinds of investing. Um, on ramps and off ramps, et cetera, is really strong. I'd never heard of Bank Prov. It's an old school US bank, they say, with 200 years in traditional banking. Um, they are focusing and targeting crypto businesses. So if you've got a business in crypto um, or you want to operate from a business, that's a good one. And I've heard of Ally uh, from years ago. I had some interactions with them on the investment front. 
uh, I didn't know um, I didn't know that Ally was doing crypto friendly stuff, but um, they are taking steps to it. It says they're allowing people to buy into crypto funds, though. You're not actually able to buy crypto on Ally itself. And then Quantic <clears throat> has a Bitcoin rewards checking account, 1.5% cash back, I guess, on your debit card purchases. So uh, there are options, people, in the United States. We're not uh, completely locked out of everything yet. Um, this is great to see. Uh, Phantom launched um, uh, rewards for developers. So you get 15% of the gas fees uh, for your project on the chain. And uh, they already have a table up showing how much people are getting. Uh, so uh, Stargate Finance is number one. They've already qualified in, I guess, the couple of days it's been live. Uh, for 8,715 FTM, layer zero at 1,586 FTM, Spooky Swap has 1,000, Beats is down there at 134 FTM, and Wufi, which I've never heard of, looks like it's made it on the board. I guess you have to do some kind of integration to send the data to um, uh, Phantom and get your wallet set up to get the stream of uh, gas fees, but I love seeing this. Um, of course, uh, I love that it started on Canto with CSR, but I actually believe that this project with Phantom has been in the works for a good amount of time. So great to see. I think this is a brilliant move by any chain to obviously provide the incentives that uh, projects are going to want to have to uh, um, to stay and to come on, especially when overall volumes are low. This is a nice little uh, bonus to boost things up. If you've got the OP... There's about $587 million worth of OP tokens about to unload. From what I understand, uh, OP itself has been dumping in anticipation of this, I guess. So um, I would definitely um, think about your best strategy. It may be too late to like, you know, dump now and come back later because um, obviously when these investors unlock, you will uh, see some problems. I know that... Um, I've had some conversations with some other uh, folks in the space uh, who took investment money um, and they're all working on different uh, solutions to uh, the impending uh, expected dumps by venture capitalists and advisors that get tokens uh, from the project. And, you know, unlock periods are coming up for a lot of them over the next couple of months because they raised last year or year before. And so all of their community is freaking out because they know when the unlocks happen. And so um, I know that a lot of them are scrambling to do things like OTC deals where an over-the-counter provider is going to buy the tokens at a discount uh, from VCs that are planning to dump. Um, I do know also that there are some incentives being put in place, um, extending vesting and uh, lockout periods. Um, but at the end of the day, I almost wonder if it's better um, just to bite the friggin' bullet now, take the pain in this market and, uh, you know, keep building and keep growing and, and recover because all you're doing is putting it off, right? I mean, ultimately, I guess you're hoping that a bull run is going to come around and you're going to get to um, uh, see some up value, which will keep upwards pressure on the token so that even when, and you get increased volume so that even when venture capitalists sell, um, you're, you're not taking as big a price hit, but ultimately, you know, if you have large amounts out with investors and you know, they're going to sell, uh, you know, I guess there's the risk of you never dig all the way out. Um, but, um, you know, might be okay just to bite the bullet now, get it over with while you're already in pain.
you know, uh, take the hit, take the loss and then keep building and growing and start announcing new shit and get people back into the project. Right. So, um, but I do know, I've talked to a number of founders who are dealing with this right now and they're all a little freaked out, but the fact is, is, you know, you knew this was coming gentlemen, um, and ladies, you, you knew that, um, if you took the VC money, there's going to be a point when they want their returns. Um, and the ones I'm talking to, they had 18 month, two year vesting, um, periods, but you know, it's, uh, it's not pretty. So, uh, hopefully, uh, many of those folks will, uh, recover. So anyway, OP is unlocking. And, uh, if you're in it and you haven't sold your airdrop, um, it may be too late because <clears throat> from what I understand, let me take a look from what I understand, that thing has been taking a hit. Uh, Bitcoin and Ethereum on the other hand have been pumping a bit. Uh, but let's see where, OP Oh, there is OP right there. So let's look. Oh, yeah. Uh, everybody's kind of anticipating this dump over the last 24 hours um, and expecting uh, kind of this unlock to happen. It's team and venture capitalists for them. So it's a little even more extreme in terms of the number. Uh, and I'm sure there have been people that have been working on this project for a very long time would like to take some money off the table. So it's really hard to tell them um, as a team member that you can't uh, sell your tokens. Now, I would think that we get into a world where there's a facility for lending against tokens, right? I mean, that um, if you look at like the technologies from Revest, um, you could theoretically lock up tokens in an NFT and then borrow against the NFT or sell the NFT. But there are a lot of solutions out there um, in the world. And so I would love to see um, some of these founders get a little more uh, creative about how they do it because there's got to be a market out there for tokens that are down in the bear market that somebody wants to borrow against uh, wrapped into an NFT or that they want to sell the NFT, but it won't dump on the market. Um, those are awesome solutions to these problems. So hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll see some people starting to get creative. If I were the folks over at Revest, I'd be hitting up hard on the biz dev on everybody that has an uh, unlock coming. Um, and then I'd be hitting all the ones that are getting funding now. So anyway, uh, this is a great article. I had no idea this shit was coming. So this bankless piece is really good. I haven't watched the video yet, but um, there's some really cool stuff coming um, that over the next uh, three to five years to uh, prevent MEV, right? Um, to block it out as well as burn more ETH. Um, this is a really uh, fascinating approach. Unfortunately, you know, we're three to five years out. And as we know, there are a lot of uh, problems with MEV right now. I just read an article yesterday that I think 75% of the folks getting fucked over by MEV tactics by people are retail traders, uh, lower end, smaller trades. They're just getting killed with the bots. Um, now, who was the frick? I got to find that RPC provider. There are ways to avoid some of this, right? There are RPCs that will allow you, I believe DeFi Llama's RPC um, service allows you to avoid the MEV stuff and prevent it. So, um, you know, don't be out there trading naked, you know, get out there and use projects that, um, products that can help you prevent it. But really cool to see what the Ethereum Foundation is working on to prevent this in the future. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see that this, uh, this stuff is being done. Uh, links to the video and the article will be in the show notes. Oh, here we go. A little more. Uh, this is where the ordinals were this weekend. Uh, lots of Twitter spaces celebrating passing uh, 10 million inscriptions on the Bitcoin ordinals of um, on the Bitcoin ordinals um, 
launches. So 10 million inscriptions on it. Um, and, you know, look, there's a lot happening in the Bitcoin space. If you haven't yet joined our Telegram, we have a channel dedicated to BRC20s and ordinals. Um, Shizzy, Chuck, myself, uh, Sean, we're all having kind of enthusiastic discussions about what's going on with this world and what's going on with these tokens. What I'm seeing more and more of is more developers diving in, more people saying, wait, what can we do with these standards? Can we make them better? Can we make them stronger? And so <clears throat> I'm really, um, I, I'm enthusiastic about this. I understand where some people are coming from that they don't want to see this happening, but I think what it does is it drives, um, well, we know it drives more fees to the miners, makes them exceedingly happy to have, I think it was $44 million in fees. I think I have an article. Uh, la, 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 la. Where is it? I think there was an article saying, well, I guess I don't. There was an article I saw earlier today that said that um, there will be, there's already been $44 million uh, in minor fees um, from ordinals uh, since launching. So I think it's a good thing for securing the Bitcoin network. I think it's a good thing for creating uh, people getting creative and creating new things on the, on the, on the Bitcoin blockchain. I've been taking a deep dive into a lot of technologies uh, around Bitcoin and for Bitcoin that I think are very promising. Uh, in a week or two, I'm going to have the founder of the RGB smart contract protocol on. Um, doesn't require any changes. It is not to the, to the main chain and it is not a side chain or a layer two or anything like that. Um, it is a client side validated uh, smart contract system that has incredible power, performance, scalability, works with lightning as well. Uh, so I can't wait to have uh, Maxim on uh, Dr. Orlovsky on to talk about uh, what that project is like. So that'll be on Spaces and it'll also be in the podcast after it comes out. So uh, anyway, great to see it. Uh, I love seeing all of this is happening. I know Shizzy is enthusiastic. I know some folks are uh, over it already, but uh, anyway, Shizzy says, I have gotten touched by Jared from Subway.eth. You know, there's somebody named Jared from Subway.eth that follows me on Twitter, um, which is finds unusual. I doubt it's the same one. It's probably somebody just fucking around, but who knows? Um, Shizzy said, I was buying turbo in meme season and he jumped me. Yeah, that sucks, man. It's just brutal. Uh, it just sucks. So, uh, so uh, Bitcoin ordinals are launching an Ethereum NFT bridge with the launch of BRC 721E. So you can now bridge your Ethereum NFTs onto Bitcoin. Now, I assume that means that your NFTs will now be written to the blockchain. Um, that to me sounds uh, pretty cool. If you if your NFTs are all living on uh, IPFS over there and not on the chain, uh, the fact that you can bring it over and cement it into the chain and, and really prove your ownership even more strongly, to me, that's uh, that's a pretty cool thing. So uh, I, I'm not I don't have all the details on this yet, but I definitely like it. I, this is the kinds of shit that I'm seeing happening that um, I love seeing happening. So many people are coming up with creative ways to move things on and off the space. Now, I've been hitting up a lot of spaces around this topic, and, and I leave a lot of spaces very quickly. A lot of it is just bullshit. Um, there's a lot of, you know, scams, spam, and pump and dumps. You've got to be careful out there. If you're going to dive into this, know that you are going to probably lose what you buy. 
Um, it is a brutal space. We're at the kind of beginning of NFT world like it was with Ethereum. Everybody's out trying to get rich. Everybody's trying to get theirs. They'll make a lot of promises about what they're going to build around the, the tokens. And they're going to try to tell you that it's going to be this amazing thing like uh, Bored Apes. Just be careful out there because there is absolutely zero guarantee that any of this shit is going to be successful. It could be that this all dies off. I don't think it will personally. Um, and I'm taking a much deeper dive on the tech side because that's where I like to be. I'm not so much in the uh, speculative JPEGs world um, very much, but I definitely am interested where these new standards go, where these new protocols go, what things get built between chains, what things can be unleashed um, with these tokens. And so uh, Chuck and I have been having a lot of conversations about that as well. We, we think there's a lot of potential there, but uh, be careful, please just be careful. But again, this is another example of some cool shit that's getting done around these, right? Now you'll be able to bridge your Ethereum NFTs over to Bitcoin. Of course, we all know the danger of bridges. So uh, do your own research. Be very careful. This is not financial advice. If you have valuable NFTs on Ethereum, I'm not sure that putting them over uh, with experimental technology to Bitcoin is a smart idea. If you have some throwaway shit you know is never going to be worth anything, give it a shot. See what happens. Maybe there's more value on the Bitcoin chain with it. But, you know, be careful out there. Don't risk what you can't afford to lose. Uh, this was, oh, this is really interesting. Um, and I'm going to take a much deeper dive into this because you guys know how much I'm into the AI world lately. Uh, this is, I believe, Cairo is on what chain, ladies and gentlemen? I don't remember. The Cairo programming language, I believe, is on one of those Facebook chains. But anyway, uh, this is a framework for uh, creating fully verifiable machine learning um, uh, inferences for machine learning projects. So essentially, it is going to, on-chain, be able to validate for people um, uh, the the work they're doing and the data they're putting into their models for machine learning and AI. So really cool concept. I love seeing it. We talked uh, last week about the fact that the blockchain could help provide that to some extent. And I think there is a ton of opportunities for blockchain to play a role in <clears throat> um, making AI safer, um, providing an outlet for people to do some cool things. Um, but obviously, um, also some potential for some integrations in, in some other ways. So anyway, glad to see it. Uh, I love the ideas. I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to see it. Um, evidently CZ and Binance have been investing in a lot of banks lately, but CZ is saying buying a bank won't solve cryptos to banking issues. And he said, he's not keen on actually buying one, but I did read an article earlier today saying he is investing in a number of banks. I think he's really trying to just make sure he has a foot in the door regulatory wise in countries around the world for the banking system, just in case he needs to pull a card out. But this is all because of the Australia Binance <coughs> losing its, um, <coughs> excuse me, losing its payment provider uh, and a banking relationship. And earlier today, uh, if you guys were, uh, I don't know how you do this, but there was a huge dump. Um, of Bitcoin in the Binance Australia exchange. And evidently it was like trading at half the price of Bitcoin, um, the rest of the world's Bitcoin, um, which is strange to me. Um, I would think people would just um, exit their Bitcoin and take it to another exchange, but um, probably a lot of folks don't know really understand they can do that. But uh, anyway, um, this is going to be a bigger problem. It's going to continue to be a problem. 
The United States is kind of setting the pace for this. We're seeing it happen more and more. That's why I brought up um, the banks at the beginning that are Bitcoin friendly. I mean, crypto friendly and Bitcoin friendly. We also know that um, Fidelity, uh, while not technically a bank, um, allows and manages uh, on-chain crypto, uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum, and a few others, I believe, as well as you get all kinds of banking capabilities, checks, debit cards, et cetera. So that's cool. Uh, Niblet says, Warren Buffett has been getting out of banks. Maybe CZ is picking up Buffett's throwaways. Hey, you never know. Um, frankly, um, look, I understand Buffett getting out because he's at such a scale that any kind of like uh, impact or collateral damage across these doesn't make sense for him. I think CZ is getting in for practical matters, not for an investment run. Um, and, you know, then maybe it pays off later on. Who knows? But having a foot in the door, um, I think, makes a lot of sense from a regulatory perspective for him. But no idea what that looks like. Uh, back to, uh, I meant to have this neck to the optimism story talking about, you know, here we are, winter moot, uh, moving over 4 million of optimism tokens to Binance ahead of the OP unlock. What I'm curious about is, is if this shit keeps dumping before the unlock actually happens, if these guys actually just hold off and wait. Um, now I don't know if they have or not, but from what I understood, there was really no purpose to OP the token itself, except for governance votes. Um, so I'm not quite sure um, this one can ever recover because it doesn't provide gas for their network. Um, it doesn't have much of a purpose beyond that. Now, I would assume they can build some protocols and some ideas around it that will give it more of a purpose and give it more value, but I wouldn't be betting a lot on it right now myself personally. No idea what this is. Oh, this is a great article. I'll put it in the show notes. It talks about how Nike is really leading... Um, the kind of traditional world uh, consumer brands in the Web3 space, their NFT sales, I think, went up to over a million dollars last week. Um, they seem to be doing everything right in this space, just like Starbucks. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, this is a really good piece on just kind of how they're doing it, what they're doing. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's all the articles I have for today. And frankly, without Joe, it's, you know, I need a co-host, right? Don't I need a co-host? Do I need a co-host? Maybe I don't. Maybe I just reformat the whole show. I'm just kidding. Joe will be back. Uh, um, but, uh, and I know how much you guys love Joe. So, you know, um, that that's just life. You know what? Let's take a little run over to DeFi Llama and see who got funded re late recently and see if there's any interesting projects over there. I love doing that. Let's do that. Somebody asked for that. Wait. <laughs> Nibble says every Johnny needs an Ed, right? Right? Yeah, I guess David Letterman had uh, Paul, you know. So, you know, I guess everybody needs one. Yeah, a reference for the old folks in the audience, definitely. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of crazy, right? Jay didn't have, did Jay have a sidekick? I never watched Leno that much. I guess his band leader uh, was his sidekick, right? I don't know. Anyway, folks, for those of you too young to know, there was a host of The Tonight Show named Johnny Carson. Uh, not the original host, but the longest serving host and uh, one of the most famous people in the world at the time he was hosting. And he had a co-host named Ed McMahon who would sit at the chairs next to the next to the guests and uh, Johnny would abuse him on a regular basis uh, for the entertainment of the crowd, especially if the show was slowing down. So if he felt like shit was dying, he would um, <laughs> he would make fun of Ed McMahon. Ed was a good sport. Um, and you know, they were a good pair. So let me find raises. Here we go. Let's see if we got anything interesting. If not, we're going to kill the show early today. Okay. So we've got uh, Block Trade, which is a uh, gamified 
trading platform for digital assets. All right, we got to find out what the fuck a gamified trading. Let's see what this is. What's a gamified trading platform? Uh, what do you say? Jay had one of the Marsalis brothers. I never really watched. Yeah, I was never into Jay that much. You know, it's crazy. Okay, so here's Block Trade. What did they raise? Did we see what they raised? Fuck. Let me go back. Uh, they raised 4.5 million. So let's find out what they raised 4.5 million for us. So they have a token, of course, BTEX. Uh, they've sold 4.9 million. Oh, I guess this was a public round. They had a pre-sale. They had an exclusive round and now they're in their public round um, and they've raised 4.9 million so far to the date. Trade with zero fees. Buy your favorite cryptocurrencies on block trade without any trading fees. Wide range of currencies regulated in the EU. So I bet if I try to connect, I won't be able to because they won't allow US folks. Looks like kind of a standard, standard trade, trading platform. Deposit and withdraw in euro and crypto. Invest wherever you are. Gamified Universe. Here we go. We'll introduce a gamified user journey with a level-based rewards program, including XP points, leaderboards, challenges, and NFT avatars. Reward levels. 50 levels create an exciting challenge for users to complete tasks and unlock rewards. The level thresholds are based on BTEX tokens and XP points. Users can earn up to 637,000 XP points by completing certain actions on the platform, which are designed to drive user verification, activation, retention. BTEX tokens, yada, 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 NFT avatars, you'll earn a free avatar. I don't feel gamified here, folks. I'm just not, I, I'm, I'm not feeling it, the love here. Is anybody else? Um, but looks like, you know, somebody was willing to give up $4.9 million for something that doesn't sound very gamified to me. As Shizzy said, the entire space is a game. How do you gamify a game? That's like a hat on a hat. <laughs> That's fucking great. Niblets, sorry, it's not shizzy. Niblets, that's fucking hilarious, dude. You are spot on. So I'm not excited about BTEX, but maybe you will be. Let's go back and see if there's anything else interesting. Tabby is an NFT platform, raised $10 million, $10 million in an angel round for an NFT platform in May of 2023. What the fuck is up with that? I mean, like, seriously. Um, uh, let's find out what's special about this NFT platform, if we can. Oh, it's a BNB NFT marketplace. Um, I don't know what's special about them. Have no idea if there's anything cool except for the fact that they're on BNB, but there's got to be like 300 NFT platforms on BNB, right? Um, previously branded as Treasureland has completed a $10 million angel financing round. Uh, da, 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 da. Aside from its NFT trading and launchpad features, has a launchpad, converts users' on-chain activities into experience points. Oh, more gamification, uh, which can be exchanged for future airdrop rewards and earnings. The protocol also contains a gaming platform that aggregates blockchain game transactions and entertainment. Whew. Tabby founders Xavier Lee said the project plans to launch an NFT incubation fund that would incentivize developers to design their products, blah, blah, blah. And I always love when a um, publication doesn't provide a link to the fucking platform uh, that they're covering in an article. Like, come on, does it, this is fucking 2023. Put a fucking link in your goddamn articles. Uh, NFT, Tabby on Medium. Uh, there's their Twitter platform. Tabby is on OpenSea. Okay. Well, they need to work on their SEO because they're not even fucking showing up their website. 
Uh, of course, then they go to my favorite pet peeve, a fucking link tree instead of their website, which can be a link tree. And then we get this beautiful, beautiful uh, brand impression. So if I don't feel like clicking through again, uh, I have to though. And treasure land is now Tabby. Okay, guys, I'm, I'm done. Uh, the port, I, I, all hands on deck. Yeah, boy, I'm bored, bored already. I'm bored fucking already. Okay, here we go. Orbofi AI. It is a generative AI engine for Web3 games, apps, media, and online communities. Raised $2.8 million in a private and public round funded by Cogitent Ventures, OIG Capital, CSP Dow, Zephyrus Capital, and Havings Capital. I've not heard of any of those, but that doesn't mean anything. I don't have a deep uh, VC uh, book. So leading the AI, oh, this is a sponsored post. You know, I'm not, look, I, if I don't mind you making money from sponsored posts, but don't put, don't, don't, don't fucking bury it down here. You need a big goddamn banner sponsored. If I take a sponsored show, I'm going to be announcing it and putting it on the video. I haven't done that yet, but if I do, I'm going to have an announcement on it and it's going to be visible on the video and it's going to let people know it's sponsored instead of burying it fucking here. wonder what they charge for this shit. So they had to do a sponsored post in order to tell the world that they raised $2.8 million. Seriously, that's how newsworthy you are, that you have to pay somebody to announce that you raised $2.8 million. Why? Because they're calling themselves an AI protocol. Um, anyway, yeah, okay. So I've seen a lot of these projects. Look, this could be good. I, I shouldn't be so hard. But um, this is a place where you can generate characters, graphics, et cetera, for your games. I mean, look, they're just taking the models of, um, of uh, all those standard LLMs and putting them in an inter interface, but they've probably prompted it and engineered it to make it so it creates better, um, better props, better projects, better outcomes. Burger Cities, one-stop play and earn Metify platform. What, what's a fucking Metify platform? Anybody know? Nibblet says, this is a good bit. D constructing top raises, digging into what special soft they have, sauce they have. Very instructive. All right, man, I'm, on, I'm in. Now you've given me a word of encouragement, so here we go. Is it okay if I skip some because they just sound fucking stupid? Um, One-stop play and earn Metify platform. Anybody in the chat want to give me some guesses what the fuck a Metify platform is? Anybody? I mean, seriously, what the fuck is a what the fuck is a Metify platform? Come on, somebody has to know. Don't look it up. Tell me what it is. Somebody tell me. Play and earn. Metify platform. It's a Metify platform. What the fuck is a Metify platform? Anybody know? I don't know. Should we go find out? Oh, God, it's going to hurt. It's funded by Vega Ventures. Their valuation is $50 million. Other investors are San Juan Labs and Bitfly Capital. So $50 million valuation, somebody decided $4 million was worth it. And they what did they get for that? Uh, seven, eight percent of the company. Uh, so <clears throat> Burger Cities are excited to announce that these investments will be used to promote the development of the Burger Cities ecosystem with specific development content and objectives, improving the battle system, developing the multi-chain ecosystem, enriching the gameplay content. So it's a game. But what somebody tell me what the fuck Metify means. 
Mega Ventures, what a Senwon Labs from BurgerSwap, a DeFi product that was already available. Oh, this is BNB again. Lots of activity on BNB this week. Integrates DeFi and NFT into a larger metaverse. Oh, that's Metify. So DeFi, metaverse, Metify, and NFT. Metify NFT. Metify NFT. Metify NFT. So uh, Raez says, yep. Thanks, man. Excuse me if I mispronounce your name. You can tell me how to pronounce it. Raya's, 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 sorry. Niblet says, well, it sounds like a paradigm shifting co-branded synergy. <laughs> it's revolutionary. All right, let's check it out. Let's check it out. Maybe it's great. Maybe people have fun with it. I mean, look, 50 million valuation in this market right now, raising 4 million, you must have a base of players, right? Now, here's the thing to keep in mind about all these B&B projects. B&B has the largest percentage of retail traders in the world. It owns it. No, it doesn't own it, but it's got most of them. It is where all of the folks who are looking to play games play. It has a direct channel in the wallet, the B&B wallet to Binance, the exchange itself. So people can come off and on very easily in and out of the, the Binance exchange itself. So these kinds of plays are going to have some legs. Now, I will tell you this, that when I was advising the Walken team, one of the things I had them build into their model was integrating DeFi into the wallets that they provide to users in their mobile games, because these people are going to have tokens and they don't want them selling them. So they want to integrate DeFi functionality into it so they can earn more or be a part of DeFi itself and move out into the world, lending, et cetera. So I have no problem with the integration of DeFi and play gameplay. I do have a little bit of a problem with creating new terms like Metify, but fuck it. Uh, so let's see. DeFi light or play? I don't I think I have a BNB chain wallet set up right now. So if it asks me for my wallet, we're not going to get to play. Of course. Oh, it wants my microphone. Why does it want my microphone? Oh, oh shit. You guys can't hear it. It's very boisterous music. Oh, yeah, see, I got to connect. So we're not going to do that live, but uh, wow, that's fucking loud. Okay, let me mute this tab, please. Thank you. Wow, that was really fucking loud. But, but look, they must have users. They must have a base or these guys wouldn't be funding them, right? Or are they just stupid and they were in the first round and they can't get out? Tomo Chain. Tomo Chain blockchain is secured by a highly decentralized and incentivizing network of masternodes. Masternodes. I fucking love masternodes. Can you do DeFi on this chain? Chain? They don't tell me how much they raised. What? What? Coin ninety eight is the lead investor. Isn't that an exchange? I think Coin ninety eight is one of those uh, less than. Uh, 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 have anybody else heard of Tomo Chain? Powerful by nature, powered by people, empowering the builders. The highly scalable and secure blockchain taking a community-driven approach to accelerate the mass adoption of Web3 apps. Okay, don't we all, I mean, could I just put that underneath any brand, any blockchain's name? Really? I think so. Let's check out Tomo Chain. While there's sites loading, uh, Niblet says, my experience is the games just aren't that fun and they demand a lot of work for DeFi payouts. They seem to mix the worst of both worlds. I'll just play Xbox and invest in BTC. Best of both. Except my kids turned me on to a game yesterday that needs a token. Well, it doesn't, but it could. It could be, you could put betting in there. It's so cool. I'm going to show it to you guys in a minute because it's fucking great. Um, 
powerful by nature, powered by people, empowering for builders. Wow. Not a word so far on why it's great. Uh, total stake, total transactions, near zero fees. It's blazing fast, 2,000 transactions per second. Extra safe is secured by a highly decentralized masternode network with a built-in randomization network. Do we have smart contracts or are we just a fucking uh, masternode chain? Build a future through Tomo Master DAO where everyone has a say in the development. Masternodes. I used to do masternodes many moons ago. Made a lot of money and then lost a lot of money. Um, anyway, blockchain ecosystem for mass adoption. Build. Here we go. Build. And scale your project. Oh, it's EVM compatible with masternodes. I might just have to do this one just because I miss going through hell setting up a masternode. Like command prompt hell setting up masternodes and connecting. And maybe it's not so bad anymore. Uh, EVM compatible, but are we writing in Solidity, gentlemen? Let's find out. They're going to tell us. Developer-friendly and scalable. Build, adapt, migrate from Ethereum, integration, issue a token, API, faucet, GitHub, forum. Build. Follow the developer guide to learn about Tomo Chain and start building. Got questions? Create an issue in our GitHub. Okay. Is it, is it Solidity, gentlemen? <clears throat> it must be. It must be. Yeah, truffle. Yeah, solidity. Okay. So it's just an EVM fork and they added masternodes, probably to appeal to the masternode marketplace, all the people that are doing masternodes. I don't know. One more, boys and girls. Oh, no, we're not going there. We all know what WorldCoin is. Uh, that's uh, Sam Altman, founder of OpenAI. This is his eyeball scanning one. Raised another $115 million at Series C. Uh, from Blockchain Capital, A16Z, Bain Capital, Distributed Global. All the big names are in for those eyeball scans. I, I mean, look, I understand people that are in poverty taking the money to get their eyeball scan. Totally get it. But you got to have all classes of people around the world to create a UBI. That's why it's called Universal Basic Income. And... I think there will be a lot of pushback to having my fucking retina scanned to get, you know, $12 worth of tokens. Could be wrong. Pretty sure it's going to be that way. So I'm not sure what their plan is to increase the value of this shit um, and make it interesting. Um, you know, maybe they just are going to do impoverished nations, third world nations, and that's their goal. They want to provide UBI for those folks and they'll create and train developers and maybe that'll be successful. That's got a lot of opportunity. A lot of places are growing very fast around the world that weren't considered um, economic powerhouses in the past. Maybe WorldCoin wants to be a piece of that, um, but I'm not scanning my redness, so dude minecraft does seem like a natural game to add tokens but you cannot speaking of which put on an episode today with my good good friend Corey cottrell um he has two projects uplift world we've talked about before on the show which is a metaverse with uh, nft properties as well as tokens they were formerly on minecraft and then microsoft came out with their big beat down on nfts so you can't actually do that anymore they are now launch relaunching the project on an open source platform and I can't remember the fucking name of it right now, which is basically a Minecraft clone that actually has more capabilities and powers as well as development capabilities. So it has a lot of potential, but now they have launched a platform called MetaMines, uh, the team, the same team. 
and they have done some really cool shit with AI integration into Discord for larger projects to manage their communities. They will custom create um, personalities and uh, their own training models and their own LLMs to load into Discord to help manage your community. Uh, they also have multiple uh, members of the community that will go out and do tasks for DAOs, et cetera. Really cool project. This is kind of their first tact at it. They already have paying customers um, that they're setting up for. But I really encourage you to go listen to the interview. Uh, Corey's a great guy, good human being. Um, he and I met on the Andrew Yang campaign, and both of us ended up in this space. And um, I think he's uh, I think he's on the right path. I think he's doing some really cool shit with the AI stuff. Um, and his goal is much bigger than that. So anyway, tune in and listen to it. It's in the podcast feed right now. Nibble says, scan your eyeballs for some WorldCoin. Get a brain chip implant for some Doge. Brought to you by guys cosplaying as freedom fighters. I appreciate the irony. <laughs> uh, dude, you're always funny, man. You need, a, you need your own stand-up bed or something something uh shizzy said world coin is the only way to get voting in the blockchain i think there are going to be other methodologies for getting voting in the blockchain i don't think i need to have my retina scan for that there there are other techniques and technologies out there for that um i certainly see how this is easier to verify humanity which is the biggest problem with um, blockchain voting um but um I, i'm I, i'm all for it but i'm not gonna get my retina scan uh, he said, not a fan, but it's definitely something that will happen in 10 years. That very well likely could be. Niblet says, OpenAI needs one of those LLM things to handle their customer service bot. Yeah, it's pretty fucking pitiful. We were just talking about the, the other day. Um, but uh, anyway, check out, um, check out what Corey's doing. Links are in the show notes uh, to his project. He will give you some, uh, let me know if you want to play around with his tools. He'll give you some tokens to play around and fuck around with what they've got. But uh, I'm excited for him and what they're doing. And I like the pivot a lot. Um, nothing else is standing out to me uh, right now. I'm going to save this little swap one later. On-chain OTC exchange. They raised half a million pre-seed. It's actually it's an interesting idea. A pre, an on-chain OTC exchange. Emphasis on trustlessness, permissionless, and handling size. So I guess it's just like, hey, I want to sell this. Hey, I'll pay you this. And then it's like an escrow thing. What would be, okay, I'm going to load this one. One last one. One last one. Schwap. I like the name. I like the fucking name. Schwap. Schwap. It's very dad jokey sounding. Schwap. I'll swap my op tokens for your fiat money. Schwap. Schwap. Gives a little bit of Schwab. Gives a little bit of swap. It's cute. I, I like the name. I do. It's cheesy, but I like it. I don't think it's going to attract the institutional guys, and that's their market, but I like it. Uh, Shizzy Sniblet says, any big events to look forward to this summer that might have price impact on the space? Not black swans, but planned events. Um, not that I'm really aware of, dude, but that may... Oh, okay, so Schwab is not live yet. This is definitely a pre-seed round. All right, well, you know, look, we'll check them out once they are. Maybe we can... Uh, I'll follow him, turn on alerts, and maybe I'll find out when they, oh, look, he told turn on your notifications. Stay tuned for our public. Oh, they're doing a public round on Monday. Today. No, yesterday. Did they raise any money? Uh, their angel round, they raised half a million in 44 minutes. What does that mean? Did they like have people auctioning in on it? I, I don't know. It's weird. Okay. Well, 
I don't know any uh, Vince uh, Niblets trade token on Schwab for the Sean Connery. <laughs> Schwapping. I kind of can't do voices, but I am swapping on Schwab. I swap all my OTC trades on Schwab. Yeah. No. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's been real. I do need a co-host, don't I? Really do. I, I don't, unless I'm doing an interview, the by myself shit just doesn't scale. I mean, if I were prepared beforehand, I would. Like if I loaded up web pages and, and uh, you know, had actually read all of them before, would have been good. But I'm doing some other shit. I'm working on some other shit. So anyway, uh, hey, boys and girls, last time I uh, announced this, no, not, not a single fucking DM from anybody. So this is your last shot. Uh, Chuck and I would like to do... Uh, Oh, that's good, Niblets. Niblets said, oh, audition open AI co-host. You imagine Joe comes on and there's a new host. Yeah. Hi, Joe. How are you? It'll be fucking hilarious. Like if we did one that looked exactly and sounded like Joe. I don't have the time for it, but I it's doable. We could definitely do it. That'd be funny as shit. I love that. Um, what the fuck was I talking about? Um, oh, that's what I was gonna say. DM me in Telegram. If you want to see a demo of what we're working on, it's actually really fucking cool. I think you guys will be excited about it. And there are direct opportunities within the environment, the ecosystem of what we're building for all kinds of projects to build. That's all I'm going to tell you. Uh, if you have not joined, if you, if you, by the way, if you do have an idea for a DAO or a project and you want to build something and you want it to be easier to build, also DM me as soon as possible. Because we'll have some opportunities. Uh, absolutely. All right. Um, if you have not joined the Telegram yet, what are you waiting for? Seriously. We've got all these cool people, all these brilliant people. I just made 32X because of fucking shizzy in the Telegram telling me to go buy OXBT. Do you need any other fucking reason except for the fucking alpha that happens in there? Yes, you do. So the other reason is, is you're going to learn a lot. You got Sean in there. You got Chuck in there. You got Shizzy. You got Niblets. You got all the gang. Everybody that's ever chatted here is in there. And a lot more people from around the fucking world. Just, just join. It's stupid not to join. It's not like we're going to like fucking start sending you junk mail. We, we're not going to spam you. Nothing's going to happen to you. You can join. You don't have to say a fucking word. But if you want to, we're here. If you come in and you want to introduce yourself, everyone will give you lots of love. We'd love to hear about you, where you are, why you listen, when you listen. Um, you know, all that good shit, shit, shite, shrap. So t.me forward slash mission defi. T.me forward slash mission defi. This is not a Discord. This is a Telegram group. Much easier to manage, much more comprehensible. But we would love to have you. We really would. We want to share with you. We want you to share with us. Um, we have all kinds of categories of discussions in there. We have Bitcoin, we have Ethereum, we have Canto, we have BRC twenties. We have uh degen shit. We have, uh, pick your top 10 tokens shit. We have all kinds of shit. Just seriously. It doesn't take that much. Just go to your fucking telegram t.me or just search in telegram mission DeFi. That's all you gotta do. One word mission DeFi. That's spelled M I S S I O N D E F I D E F I. That's what that's how you spell DeFi. It's not D-E-F-Y. Um, there's a lot of cool shit going on in Canto, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Um, 
there are some really cool people um, doing some shit to wrangle around the communications in um, the Kanto universe. The clusters are actually working really well. And now uh, a few of the really brilliant folks, um, including the COO of Akash, are dragging together all the parties and pulling together some communication stuff. I'm working on a little bit of a project over there as well um, with some partners to help on the comms front. So we got lots going on, boys and girls, and uh, I hope you'll uh, come take part um, and we'll have much better communication soon. So Niblet said, and me and Sean arguing about where the fuck the money went. Yes. Yes. Money leaving the system. So <gasps> look, somebody joined. Somebody listened. Somebody joined. Somebody joined right now while we were talking. You believe that? Do you believe that? Ryaz joined us. Ryaz, you're well, we love you, man. Don't forget to, you have to click the button to prove you're human. Ryaz, thank you so much for joining us, buddy. You will, you'll be glad you did. There's a lot of sweet, friendly people there. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I hope everyone has a fantastic afternoon. We will be back Thursday with another Trader Journey. Grumpy Grandpa Michael is coming on to tell us about his path to wealth and fame. Um, Sean uh, forced him because Sean's helped him, I believe. I don't know the whole story, but Michael's a great guy. Michael's also an accomplished developer. Michael has created a really cool product that has saved me of hours and hours of time. And he won't take my money for it, but he's brilliant. He's a really good guy. Um, he's traveled the world. And um, I'm really looking forward to hearing his whole story because while I've known Michael for a few years now, I've really not heard everything. We've had a couple of phone calls. We've talked about his life, his family, et cetera. But I've never really gotten everything. So I'm really looking forward to it. I don't know if we're going to get grumpy Michael or friendly Michael, but Michael is a mensch. He's a wonderful human being. He, we met through my company, Material Indicators, and uh, I'm really looking forward to hearing about his journey. And we're going to do more of this. So uh, we're going to start bringing in more people uh, to tell their story about how they traded in the past, how they learned, how they grew, and what they do now, and why they're wildly successful and, and uh, independently wealthy um, and ready to buy Twitter. So I think Michael's hit that stage now. So looking forward to that. Anyway, Thank you so much, everybody. Uh, Shizzy and Niblets, thanks for participating today. Love and appreciate you. Thank you, Ryaz. Really appreciate you being here. Hey, buddy, don't forget to click the here to prove you're human. You got to prove you're human or it won't let you in. It's going to boot you. You only have like five minutes, I think. Maybe I should set that to longer. Love and appreciate you guys. We'll be back on Thursday with the trader's journey of grumpy Grandpa Michael. And uh, we look forward to seeing everybody back. Sean will be on as well. And uh, he assures me that he will still be pontificating. So, um, Hope everyone has a lovely afternoon. Take care. Bye-bye. See ya. Adios.